Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, to this lovely uh, Thursday afternoon to What's the Word on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Cheval John, and the show is about finding out what motivates people to succeed in their respective career fields. I am very excited and honored to have uh, the mayor of Frisco, Texas, uh, Mayor Masso. Uh, he is he is a uh, he has been the mayor since uh, 2008, and also. He's here to talk about uh, the FCS National Championship game that's going to be taking place this Saturday and also how he became a mayor. So, Mayor, welcome to the show. Joel, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a great day here in Frisco. Awesome. Well, let's get get right into it. Uh, like, first of all, I know both of the teams have a ride. Uh, like, the teams are playing each other, like Nautical State and Towson. Uh, talk about uh, how how is what is the mood and the festive atmosphere in Frisco right now? Well, uh, of course we're all excited. The teams did, as you mentioned, did get here yesterday. Both teams, they already went out to the field, took a look around, and uh, it's picking up from here. But the mood is definitely festive, uh, as you are aware. North Dakota State University is back again this year, and I think they're more in a frenzy than ever before. And we have a new uh, a new uh, the university this year, Towson, is here, and it should be great weather, great game. We're, we're excited. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I mean, it's the festive, you know, being there twice uh, last year was amazing. You know, the it's, I mean, but what's really amazing is the fact that you guys grew, you guys were named, like, the fastest-growing city in of the decade. Uh, you guys grew from 33,000 in 2000 to now, Y'all at a hundred over one hundred thirty six thousand. Uh, what was the process in that? Well, the one hundred thirty six thousand was uh, yesterday. Today we're one hundred thirty seven thousand. Actually, just oh, got the numbers. Wow. So still growing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know I feel strongly the city of Frisco plans well. We have a great plan in place. A lot of growth. A lot of the fans from down there were here last year. Things have changed since last year. Obviously, the latest announcement was. The Dallas Cowboys headquarters relocated to Frisco and a, a practice facility and the city's building oh. a multi-use facility. So that that's going to get started here soon. So something new every year. Wow. So how have you guys attracted the Dallas Cowboys to relocate? Well, you know, we get that question a lot. And, and what I tell people is not that we attracted them. It's the infrastructure that was built here. You know, you, you do things – the best you can and put in place a good infrastructure and others notice. And, you know, the Cowboys have done business with Frisco for a long time. They actually have a land office up here, uh, Blue Star Development, and Blue Star developed residential in Frisco, and so they know us well. And uh, it was just a natural fit. We both, uh, the city of Frisco and the Dallas Cowboys, thought this would be a great uh, new model for the NFL to follow. And, uh, you're going to see some really exciting things there. Wow. So that's really – so basically this is now – I think you, you guys have, you know, four professional sports teams that's up there, especially uh, FC Dallas, uh, the soccer team, which sure, uh, sure. Which, yeah. which you all play. The national championship game is hosted at the Toyota Stadium. Um, what what makes Frisco so this, so uh, – different from the rest of the, well, really the city, the other uh, uh, cities in the nation? Well, I, I think part of it, like I said, I touched on a little earlier, is planning. Uh, 
these things didn't happen by accident. It was uh, long-term planning with a focus on tourism and sports. Uh, I think you touched on something that's really important. We may be, we are, uh, one of a very handful few cities around the country that has a presence of every major professional team here. Uh, you forget the amateur for a moment, but we have the professional now home for the Dallas Cowboys. We're home for the Dallas Stars uh, and their practice facility. We're home for the Texas Rangers AA affiliate, the uh, the uh, Texas uh, uh, the Frisco Rough Riders and their stadium. We're home to FC Dallas Professional Soccer. Uh, so we have all the professional teams covered here. And then, of course, the amateur and the NCAA. We, we, again, since last year, we also just landed the NCAA Division II basketball championship game in 2016. Wow. So, it's, it, yeah, we're still evolving. We're still adding things. And it's an exciting time in Frisco. Oh, wow. That's, that is really amazing there. Uh, so, now this is this is a question I have a lot. Uh, you, you guys uh you guys uh, brought, uh, you know, the FCS championship for uh, the first time in, you know, 2011. How did you – what was the process in uh, convincing the NCAA to bring the title game to Frisco since it was held in Chattanooga for 12 years prior to that? Well, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, we had a three-year contract with NCAA that ended last year and we renewed it for another three years. Um we knew that a lot of the championship games were out for bid, and so we thought this was a good fit for us. We put an outstanding team together, the Southland Conference, the Hunt Sports Group, uh, City of Frisco, Frisco EDC, Chamber, uh, just a whole team uh, to work together. And I think the NCAA really was looking to grow this game, uh, to give it a, a kind of a culture of its own, a kind of an identity. And we had the same mission between us and the NCAA, and it's worked out well. We, we've created a new atmosphere. It's a week-long process. It's almost like a, you know, the, the feel of a bowl game, and it's a true championship game. So um, the process was basically going to the NCAA and letting them know about who we are and what our focus is and what we can do for them and uh, creating that new partnership. It worked out really well. All right. Now, I, I don't want to take a shot at the, the BCS, but, you know, hopefully I'm not. But it's kind of funny that now now they're about to go into a 14 playoff uh, starting in the fall. Um, why do you think that it took so long for them? And also the also the misconceptions of the fact that you know the FCS, you know, is considered the bull or whatever. You know, can you can you explain to the listeners why you know to separate the two between the the, B, the BCS and the FCS? Well, sure. It, it's um, uh, the FCS, uh, as you mentioned, is a true playoff. A true playoff system. It's 24 teams um, that earn their way to this championship game, and they have to work hard at it. It's not an easy process. And uh, the kids there are, are just dedicated. They're they're great scholastically and work hard at the athletic side of it. In fact, if you take a look this season, North Dakota State University, the first game of the season, they beat a BCS school, Kansas State. And so the, the level of play is not a whole lot different. Uh, but the BCS, obviously, is bowl games, and um, it's been set that way for a long time. They had trouble going to a playoff system. And um, 
I'm, uh, even the new system to me doesn't translate into what the FCS has, which is a real playoff system, 24 teams, earn your way into the playoffs and earn your way to the championship game. Uh, both are great subdivisions, but we obviously I have a preference for the FCS. It's right here in Frisco. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's gonna, that's going to be an interesting uh, prospect to see how that works, but you know, at least they took a step in the right direction, per se. Um, yes. But but now uh, let's talk about you now. Uh, you you have actually been the mayor for you know five years. Uh, how did first of all, what made you decide to get into public service? Well, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a funny story, but in the end, public service decided it wanted me. Uh, it wasn't really a, a super conscious effort. I. I got on council in 2000, and it was through being involved in the community, and enough people started asking me to do it and helped and supported me to do it. And uh, all along the way, it wasn't really a goal of mine. It's just something I ended up enjoying doing, and what a great community to do it in. It's, uh, Frisco is a very dynamic city, a lot of great partners. We have a strong CVB and a strong chamber and library and police, fire, and uh, it's, it's just been so much fun. But the reality is uh, – I started doing it when I got involved in my HOA uh, through an issue. <laughs> and uh, from there, it's, I guess it's history. So I got on council in 2000, and the city was only 32,000 people at the time. And, and now it's 137,000. So it's been a lot of fun watching it grow. So now, now of course, uh, you guys have a unique model. You know, you have like a private-public private, uh, partnership. Uh, first, can you explain that model to the listeners, and and why does it and why don't uh, many many uh, cities uh, follow that model? Well, it's, in Texas, each city is unique. Uh, the, the benefit of being in Texas is the state has given a lot of authority to cities, and uh, you can create some really unique uh, uh, things with that authority, and, and that each city can do it a little differently. Um, the model we use is really one that is works for us. It's driven by our citizens. Uh, we have a comprehensive plan and a city charter that is all decided on by our, our citizens in the end. And our success is really based on uh, partnerships. Um, the, you mentioned the public-private partnerships. When you come to Frisco and you see the beautiful facilities, because they are beautiful, we've got you know, a stadium of the year with the Frisco Rough Riders, Double uh, A uh, affiliate, you know, Mandalay Sports operates that beautiful stadium, beautiful arena where the Dallas Stars corporate headquarters is, and the Texas Legends, the Mavericks uh, Development League plays there. Um, you know, beautiful stadium at Toyota Stadium where FC Dallas plays. I tell people, you know, try to get past the facilities, look at the the, the entities behind them. You'll find a passion there. You'll find the the organizations love what they do. Rarely about money. It's really about a passion for the sport. You have an organization like World Olympic Gymnastics based here in Frisco. Uh, you know, they put out Carly Patterson and Nastya Lukin, two-time, uh, you know, both won gold medals at the Olympics for the, for the U.S. Uh, the Evgeny Marchenko, Valari Lukin, the owners, they love the sport. They're passionate about the sport. It is about doing what they love. The Donnie Nelson and the Texas Legends Development League basketball team, uh, 
he loves what he's doing. He's passionate about it. You know, the Hunt Sports Group, you know, the, the Dow Stars, these are organizations that are very good at what they do. Now, the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones, you know, he's obviously very passionate about football. They are good at what they do, and they can make it successful. So it's rarely about the facilities. It's always about the people. Uh, now, that's that's really uh, that's really key there. So, so basically, it's, you know, the overall statement is, you know, love what you do, and basically the money will follow. You know, that's, yeah, that's a and, simple and, you know, as that. And sometimes the money doesn't follow. Uh, some of these organizations, they're not doing it for a, a profit. I know it's hard to believe sometimes, but especially at the uh, the higher end, the amateur levels, uh, the development leagues, the minor leagues, you know, you, you've all heard the stories. Uh, even the players, the double-A players, they're not making a lot of money. They, they, they love the sport. Obviously, they'd love to make the pros, but... Many of them know they won't. Many of the development league basketball players know they won't. They just love what they're doing. So, right. you know, money gets thrown around a lot sometimes, but it's not always about money. It's it's about a passion first and foremost. Okay. So now, now of course, uh, for you know, you guys were named like the in 2008 by Money Magazine as the best places to live, and also uh, by Forbes as the best places to relocate. Now. John, you there? Hello. Hello. John, Javal. Hey, Javal. Hello. Looks like we lost each other. I hope uh, the listeners are okay with that. You there? Yes. Uh, I don't know what just happened. It, it just disconnected for some reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. But sorry. Yeah, but I'm still here. Yeah, that's great. Uh, for everyone that's uh, listening, uh, just had a little. Uh, technical difficulty, so you know, mayor, anything can go. You know, it's live, so anything can happen. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we, well, but we, we 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 adapt. We'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but basically, uh, you guys would name as the uh, you know best places to raise an athlete by Men's Journal. You know, I've seen your you know, like you guys have a lot of sports, you know, facilities. Uh, why i mean how how proud of you are that how how does it make you guys feel to be named as the you know best places to raise an athlete you know those are titles and they're great and we we obviously love getting those titles but it's really not about the titles it 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 makes you feel good but it's the process that we took to get there being named by men's journal as the best place to raise an athlete it's important to us from perspective of you know, our families and children have the sports uh, to really grow if they choose to grow that way. Um, that's what makes us proud. That's what makes us happy that we have something for everyone, and it's high quality, 
and uh, helps families really grow and, and be together. Okay. Now, now I got to ask this question: what, How important is it to to give give back to the city? You know, businesses be a giver. Um, you know, uh, from a perspective of uh, what I do, or from like like in general, like you know, to give back to to whatever cause, you know, and service. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what Frisco Strength is. We have so many volunteers, so many people that give of their time and effort to make Frisco a better place. Uh, whether it's in our school system, whether it's in our library, or even the NCAA game. Um, we have so many volunteers helping us, making sure it's successful, welcoming all the visitors here. It really is a team effort, and uh, I think that's what Frisco excels at. We have a lot of people in Frisco that care about the community and give back to the community of their time and effort. All right. Now, now uh, I have to ask, ask this question. What, does, uh, what constitutes a hero to you? A hero? Yes, sir. Um, oh, boy. Um, you know, I would say first and foremost, uh, you know, the country we live in um, didn't – there was a lot of prices to make it what it is and to be free like we are. So first and foremost, the true heroes out there are really the ones that uh, sacrificed their lives for us uh, in our military and uh, and even some civilian jobs were – People were around the world protecting us and, and making sure our way of life was was really uh, protected. Um, that's a true hero. That's somebody that sacrificed. And their families are true heroes that uh, made also a sacrifice of losing their loved ones. So, you know, our public safety officers, uh, police and fire that are out there every day uh, making sure we're safe. You know, you this is a game. This is a sport, football game. Uh, the reality is that and everything else we do is because uh, the price, uh, the ultimate price many others have paid before us. So that, that to me is the definition of a hero, is somebody that made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Okay. Now, now I have to ask uh, this question. What, like, Have you had uh, mentors in your lifetime? And, and if so, why is it important for anyone that's, uh, look, they're aiming to be successful to have a mentor. You know, uh, you can't do this alone. Uh, and the most successful people in, in that I know uh, have mentors and have guidance and people that they can lean on. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I'm blessed. Uh, that's my God. My, uh, uh, you know, uh, my faith is something I can lean on and and something that gives me the strength to uh, give back to the community. And, of course, family is, is very important. And, you know, on the professional side, having somebody to bounce ideas off of that you can trust uh, to learn from uh, is very important. And, and, and then you passing on that knowledge to others is very important. We learn from each other. I often get asked what, what the best part of being a mayor is. And I can easily answer that one. It's really uh, meeting new people and learning from them. Everybody's a wealth of information. All right. So I have to now, – this is a, not a question I'm going to ask. Uh, what's a, can you 
can you share with us, uh, you know, one uh, event or moment that stood up for you while being the mayor of, of Frisco? Oh, that would probably be the most difficult question in the world to answer. Um, it's been such a blessing to be part of this community in so many different ways. Uh, people actually care. They, they support you. They're behind you, and we work together. Um, you know, there's so many, whether it's the, the closing of the Dallas Cowboys deal to uh, helping a family in need, uh, or helping one of the local charities, or you know, it's it's hard to just pick one. Every day I wake up and say, "Whoa, how did I get so lucky?" You know, I'm part of the fastest growing city in the country, the best city in the country, in my opinion, and uh, having so many people trust me to, uh, you know, look out for our community. Uh, what better feeling than that? I, I can't pick an event that that gives me a better feeling than just being in this position and being allowed and entrusted by so many of our community to do the right thing for us. Uh, it's, a, it's an awesome responsibility and one that I take really seriously. Now, I now I got to ask this question. Uh, you you know, since uh, I know you, you, uh, you guys, it was, uh, I saw this last year, you guys uh, did a, you know, a pick, you know, for the, you know, who's going to win a national championship. Uh, sure. Uh, who's Who's your pick to win it this year? Well, you know, I learned a lesson from last year that I'm not picking anymore. <laughs> Although I did pick, uh, you know, the two finalists, uh, Sam Houston State and North Dakota State, all through the bracket. Uh, but in the end, uh, I'm just excited for both teams being here. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game, and Frisco wins either way. And I hope the, the fans win. And that's really our goal is regardless of the outcome, I know one team is only going to win this thing. Um, but regardless of that outcome, we want to make sure it's a memorable experience for the student-athletes. They worked hard to get here. Uh, they should be proud. Uh, one of them is going to be very disappointed on Saturday. But in the end, uh, we want this experience to be a positive one for them. We want this experience for all these players to be one that they'll never forget. And that's our goal. And they have a lot to be proud of, juggling their scholastic uh, work and, and efforts along with the, you know, the practices and the games. Uh, those involved in, in sports understand what kind of commitment that has been, and they should be proud of themselves. Um, they have one more game to really work the give it all. But in the end, this whole week is about them, and we want to make sure it's successful for them. All right. That's that's a good answer there. And, uh, you know, that, I mean, it is a – I'll say it is a memory. It is something you never forget. It. I mean, for anyone that's listening out there, uh, first, I mean, this the championship. It's it's a it's as close to the Super Bowl I can say, you know. And I, you know, it still it still stands out to me as that, you know, being, you know, seeing the see seeing the city, seeing the town, and you know, it's just really it's really clean and great. And I and I can say, you know, I'm hoping. I'm really believing that it's going to be bigger this year for you all. Well, yeah, we we think so too. All right. Now, uh, two more questions. Uh, what is the one quote or quotes uh, do you, you do you live by? Whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability. Okay. Um, amen to that. 
Yep. Now, uh, now, where can uh, people find out more about uh, the about what about the city of Frisco, and also, you know, the to watch the game on you know on ESPN two. You know, where can they find out more about uh, about what you do, and, and of course, uh, the city of Frisco. Well, sure. The city of Frisco has a website, uh, Texas, and Texas is spelled out, .gov, G-O-V. So FriscoTexas.gov. And, of course, we have our CVB site. has a lot of information for visitors at visitfrisco.com. Uh, so that's uh, visitfrisco.com. And, you know, with social media and everything, we all have social media sites. The city has them. I have them. Anybody's welcome to friend me on whether it's Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash mayhermaso, M-A-H-E-R-M-A-S-O. The same with Facebook. Um, we communicate in many different ways, and, uh, you know, we're um, happy to, to communicate with any visitors or our residents. All right. Well, Mayor Maso, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to join me on today's show. I really enjoyed it, and, you know, we will be watching on – on Saturday, the game, and also the display of the lovely city of Frisco. Well, glad to do it. I'm, I'm glad we can get this done today. All right. Well, everyone, uh, thank I very All I got to say, you know, please, whatever you do, visit the city of Frisco. It is, I can guarantee you, it is one of the best cities that I've ever visited, you know, here in Texas, and and you will enjoy the friendliness and the atmosphere. And if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, please go to this game. It is You will enjoy every minute of it. Well, that is it for today's show. I want to say thank you to my guest, uh, Mayor Massel, uh, um, Mayor Mayor Massel of Frisco, Texas, and, you know, learning a lot from him and enjoying, you know, his, you know, listening to his input on the MCS Saddle Game. So thank you for joining me on What's the Word on Blog Talk Radio, the show that's about finding out what motivates people to succeed in their respective career fields. Uh, be real and be independent. And we leave you now with uh, Resurrection Man by Boardwalk Isabella. And you can uh, look up the Twitter handle at Boardwalk Isabella to find out more about, uh, about the band from England. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bob.